up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. It is day three of February, so hopefully you've gotten all your Black History facts that you've learned and are all set to say goodbye to February because it's about to be over before you know it. And I think I'm going to do something really special this year for the Super Bowl. I'm not planning to watch it because I am a super hater. I don't want to see Tom Brady win another Super Bowl or Patrick Mahomes win another Super Bowl. So, fellas, Jace, Gunner, any ideas? What are your three best ideas in terms of what I should do during the Super Bowl, the five-hour uh, escapade while everybody else is watching the big game, quote-unquote? Now I'll tell you I what have I'm a great idea. No. What you got? Okay, I have a great idea. Oh, watch the, Mandal- the Golden Globe nominated, best drama nominated Mandalorian. <laughs> Just rewatch the second season. That's true. That would be a good one. Hmm. Jake, what you got? Uh, I got always, you know, if you need something good to watch, I always go Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. I mean, by the time you finish with Two Towers, you should be at least, you know, by the trophy ship uh, presentation. So. I, sh- I should be at least to the halftime show featuring The weekend and Pepsi. I mean, just so many reasons outside of the weekend of why I should not take part in anything with the Super Bowl. So I'm going to have Coke ah, and watch Avengers and Super War and Endgame. So I can end my Super Bowl Sunday on a good note and assemble and all that good stuff. So yes, very much looking forward to it. I am also very happy that we got some snow. You all can't see this because, of course, we're doing this audio. But I have my Imperial probe droid that the fellas are seeing on the camera with me. I thought that was a probe droid. I was like, it's shaking around. <laughs> it is detected Bespin and not Bespin, Hawk. And it is ready to cause some drama. Nice. With that report, RIP Admiral Oswald. It's like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you're just going a steady, slow, steady approach would be okay. Yeah. Just don't come out of high light speed too fast. Yeah. yeah. Chief, what's going on? Hey, hey, what's going on? Cool and cool and cool, man. What's going on, Chief? Division. I finally get to put on my I told you so hat for everyone who doubted that Kevin Feige suddenly didn't know what he was doing with shows or anything in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Episode four proved that it was just going to be worth the wait. And I was surprised that we got it so soon because I was expecting more sitcom homages from the decades. But this was unreal how everything unfolded. I was watching it basically in real time, started watching 305 Friday night and stayed up till five o'clock just in shot slash writing my recap. What did you guys think of this big revelatory episode? I wasn't, I wasn't actually surprised to be like, um, I mean, I, we, we all kind of speculated who uh, uh, Monica was. It was like, oh, yeah, that really is her. And kind of like seeing her, how they introduced her almost back in a different way. It's like instead of, hey, this is, you know, Monica, you know, you know, Lieutenant Trouble. It's like, hey, this is some random person in the sitcom. Then you get where she actually is. And then you see her, how basically like, hey, I got blipped out of existence. My mom's gone. Oh, now I got to go back to work. Oh, and I'm, I'm thrown in the deep end with Wanda. So 
I thought I thought that was a really cool way to do it. And then spend like kind of the hospital where she's literally getting blipped back, probably where she was looking where her mom was having cancer treatment. And it's like everybody else is just randomly stumbling into each other. It's not, hey, we're about to fight Thanos. It's like, no, I'm in I'm in traffic. I'm in my car. What the hell? Where's my car? Like that was kind of like you're like, oh yeah, this isn't all superheroes. Like these are regular people. Like I'm back where I was five years ago. And like I gotta yeah. deal with oh, this isn't Peter. I mean Peter Parker going back to high school. It's like, oh shoot. We got yeah. people who got real stuff and you know, some people just died and you're like, oh, I can't even grieve. Like, shoot. And now but I gotta the thing deal with crazy about what you just said are people who blipped, but people were in air, like people probably died from the blip. And, you know, the people in airplanes, the people driving, they got blipped into traffic. They got blipped into the air. <laughs> there's so many different things. And I always think about that. that. Huh? I always think, I always think about that because didn't a plane crash at one point? I'm like, yeah. so where do people go, man? That bad was, a six, you know, 36,000 feet. Like, oh, uh, right. what? And just, just right, crawl back onto the building. Like, ah! Dude, right. Like, like, they just that. done. Like and people driving, they don't have to blip back you. in traffic. Yeah. Like, do they blip yeah. back while driving sixty miles an hour, eighty miles an hour? Like, yeah. that's not good. <laughs> that's not good at all. Yeah. I mean, they weren't. They wouldn't be in the car. The car didn't blip out. It's, it's wild. Oh, it's all kind of black. Yeah. <laughs> but then, 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 guess what? He got Juan just dealing with kind of what we thought was going to be happening. It's like, hey. Juan might be having a little episode and using all of her lovely, wonderful powers to deal with, you know, avoid coping with, you know, losing everybody and vision. So I'm hoping you're correcting that uh, Freudian slip of deal so we can see who the big bad is, or at least part of the big bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> or parts, parts, plural, of the big bad. But, yeah, man, I'm like, yeah, these bamas out here, like, oh, this is too slow, or uh, uh, I'm like, look, even non-comic book readers were like, dude, please shut up. Like, have you not watched Twin Peaks? Have you not watched, like, Legion, for God's sake? Have you not watched anything that's been, like, non-linear ever in your life? Like, chill out. They're building a story. It's really okay. Like, good Lord. Like, or, you know, maybe just Google. And I thought it was Google really what the storyline is. It was three episodes. People were like, oh, this, this is terrible. I don't know what they were thinking. Marvel's just lost. I'm like, dude, it's a TV show. It's their first one. I mean, if you watch Aces of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know that they can do TV shows seasons just fine. And that wasn't even Fahey overseeing everything. And, I mean, you would think with the track record they have, people give them the benefit of doubt to see where it goes. They're acting like it was season five of Supergirl. Or, or season it was really, two. really bad. That's pretty much where I left off. Actually, no, I think it's the last part of four, but definitely five. I was like, I'm done with this. Um, but, yeah, it was nowhere near that bad. They're building a story. And and even yeah. – I'll, I'll even defend Supergirl. Usually they're trying to build a story. And I'm like, all right, the first – you know, before Christmas is usually pretty good. <laughs> After Christmas is really crappy. You know that's, what I mean? That's when it's time to step away. Yeah. So if you're giving Supergirl a chance, how come you're not giving this a chance? And let me throw out Game of Thrones here. Because whole, talk about slow build, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think people got burned by Game of Thrones, and then they have no patience for TV shows anymore. I think that's because everybody's been so used to 
post-pandemic world where you're allowed to binge everything because like even Mandalorian, which we said, is, I mean, is very good. It, the first episode starts with this action. It's like, no, sometimes you need to build to the action and then it pays off like kind of like episode four did. It was like, oh, this is really getting somewhere. Like, like you said, Jeff, like this Kevin Feige hasn't, you know, decided to crap the bed. You know, he actually knows how to write a story. Like, I mean, or at least produce a story. Like, hey, no, slow build. And if you jump off too early, guess what? You're going to come back, you know, in four weeks. And they're like, oh, why? Man, I could watch this live, man. It's great. So. <laughs> yeah, I think this is one of these shows that as things play out, people who want to just binge may feel a little left out and then kind of wish, eh, it, it may have been all right to just go along for the ride. But I think if you need to binge a little bit, watching episodes one through four will get you through to be more patient with the rest of the season. Speaking of, there are five more episodes lined up for the series or the first season. I'm not quite sure if it's going to have a second season or not. They have so many shows that I kind of doubt that we'll get a second one. and We may not need it. But uh, in an interview with TV Vine, Elizabeth Olsen, who plays Scarlet Witch, was asked about, you know, she is a super huge Luke Skywalker fan. And she really geeked out when she saw Mark Hamill at the premiere of uh, Endgame, I think it was. And she was asked if if WandaVision had anything, any major surprises, kind of like that Mandalorian season two shock cameo that I won't spoil just yet. Um, And she said yes. And she's really excited. What in the world could this cameo be in WandaVision that would get you guys excited? All right. Since we're doing cameo, um, I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of 50, 50. I'm only give I'm gonna give my, my first one. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we got like a surprise cameo Magneto. Um, I, I, I mean, just, we don't know everybody I mean, who's in Wanda's world, but there's always a possibility we see some, you know, gray haired father figure dude talking to Wanda and we're like, oh shoot, that's Magneto. I mean, I know some people are thinking it might be the big bad, but it's like, who's to say that might not be Magneto kind of putting the early part of the mutants in there. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to go with my hope is Magneto. Gunner, how about you? I have all kinds of thoughts. Um, she could be just blowing a hole in the multiverse pretty soon by realizing some revelations that I won't spoil from the comic, especially if MCU doesn't follow it. Um, but by certain revelations, she might just blow a hole in the multiverse. And, you know, Mark Hamill's playing Trickster. Mark Hamill's playing Joker. Mark Hamill's playing, you know what I mean? Like like Luke himself, like at some point. Like she could just be blowing a hole in the daggone multiverse where it doesn't matter um, what she's playing or what he's playing. It's just there he is. Could be Magneto. Could be Professor X as well wheeling in like, hey, it's just us now if you remember the frame from the comic. So, so uh, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. So, it, it, you know, I'm hoping it's just kind of like introducing this whole multiverse thing so we can introduce the mutant phenomenons and, and, and you know, whoever the big bad is, you know, uh, Master Pete, Master Pandemonium, Master Pete, or uh, 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 Mephisto, Mephisto, whichever way you pronounce it. Um, I'm hoping maybe he just plays one of those. That'd be cool. I mean, I don't know. He likes to play bad guys when he's not Luke Skywalker, so I imagine he could be a big bad. 
So, like I said, I had, like, a lot of theories. <laughs> like, a lot of things are where he could be. I really don't need a big major surprise. All I really want is for, for Wanda to somehow figure out a way to bring her speedster brother away from the bullets so we can have Quicksilver in the MCU. Gone too soon, yes. Yeah. Stupid Josh Whedon. All right, Chief, how about you? What, what do you want to see in this major cameo from WandaVision? Maybe Doom. I will never say no to Dr. Doom. I mean, he does deal with sorcery. Just as long, I should preface this by saying, so long as it's not that ridiculous whack version we saw in the Fantastic Four movies by Tim Story. Chill out. Chill out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you should not. I'm creating my own universe as Wanda, and that did not exist. I'm okay with that. I'm pushing so you out of my world, like 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 I push Monica Rambo out of the world. No. So James Gunn <laughs> is on hand, or at least consulting with Thor: Love and Thunder, to make sure that the Guardians of the Galaxy are represented and treated properly with this film. I think that may suggest that they're going to have a larger role than maybe just a cameo. Are you guys excited about that prospect and that they're going to sound like authentic guardians in this tape or basically Thor 4? Is this really Thor 4 or just Guardians 2.5? I mean, Falcon was... Falcon and Black Widow were in Captain America and the Winter Soldier. The Avengers were in Civil War. So yeah. I think they have a track record of proving just fine in balancing different characters. And oh, Thor here. needs another character. Thor always has another character in there. Remember, they had Hawkeye, and then they had Hulk. Um, you know what I mean? Like, So I think Thor needs another character in the movies because the first one and the third one were the best ones. The second one was crap, kind of. It wasn't the great. It wasn't crap. I'm sorry. We've seen crap. Wonder Wonder Woman. Woman. Um, yeah, yeah, we've seen crap. We've seen Wonder Woman. Um, but no, it's it just was. Yeah, exactly. It was like one of the worst of that series, right? Of that of the of the phase two, phase one, whatever. Um, so I don't know. And that was by himself. You see what I'm saying? So we need more. <laughs> we need another. We need another Avenger at least, or another guardian of some sort in the movie so i, I I'm, I'm for it because thor needs that extra like who who else can we put in here type no. it's also good i mean i know what they're gonna do without the warriors three but they don't have a i know but i'm saying like do we do we re- re- do. <laughs> i mean i know hella killed him so but it's like yeah, real real I think that... I thought they were gone. Yeah. With Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I assume being more of a Guardians film, this will be that nice, hey, remember that idea we floated in Endgame about Thor hanging out with the Guardians? Here's the payoff to that. As opposed to, oh yeah, they hung out for a little bit and, and because you don't know what's going on, that time is gone. So, yeah. So, do you make stories or do you just know how to make a story? Uh, you know, it's weird because I think I could get a job in the WWE and uh, DC. 
Interesting. It's so wacky. Hey, here's something you guys have probably never heard before. But Kathy Yan, who directed Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, who said that Warner Brothers might have made a few changes to the movie she wasn't fully on board with when she showed her respect for the air cut of Suicide Squad. And now she confirmed that she did not have as much control of the editing she would like. Uh, she revealed that she had to compromise and fight for certain things, some of which ended, ugh, some of which ended up in the film and others that didn't. I would have loved to have had more control over the edit, but that's just kind of how it is. I don't know if there's a Kathy Ann cut out there, but I think for any filmmaker, all of us are in it because we want to express ourselves as wholly as possible and to match what you ultimately see on screen with what's in our head. Why does DC Warner Brothers have such a problem letting its filmmakers make the movies they sign them up to create? Because some of them, it's long-winded and just silly. I mean, like, I, and like, if you look at, and I know this is dating everything, but if anybody's ever watched the Richard Donner cut of Superman yeah. 2, it's garbage. I mean, sometimes you just have to say, no, nah, we're, we're going to go in a different direction because this needs to be on the cutting room floor. Like, on the Donner the, cut, would you think it was garbage if that was the film you saw? If that was the film right. I saw, I wouldn't have any, I wouldn't even want to go watch any more Superman movies because it was real. You didn't, you didn't like, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know, okay. man. Like, you've seen Superman 4. Like, come on now. Again, I stopped, I mean, if there was a Superman 5, I'd have really had some doubts. But There was a Superman again, 5. We had doubts. It sucked. <laughs> we saw, like, as, a, as kids, like, we saw this version of Superman 2 on ABC that was yeah. the 100% perfect version of that movie. Every version I try, I actually blocked the Richard Donner cut, thinking it was that version, and it wasn't. It was like, can y'all just have Lex Luker cutting jokes at the end of this thing? Everybody's here. No, nope, we're just. Yo, who's cutting? So, is that the ABC cut? Because I, I don't know. And I, would so, I would buy that yeah. cut. If they sell that for a hundred dollars, I would buy that. But Smallville Smasher. Oh gosh. But there, I mean, if you take out like somebody's like, do I think the director's cut of Suicide Squad that they released is better than what was in, on in the movie. Yes. I think whoever was in, is currently in charge of Warner Brothers, DC Comics, Eddie, needs to stop because they're just taking too much of the movie. Like, we, in nauseam, we've talked about the Justice, Dawn of Justice. They, I mean, the fact they don't even show the original theatrical cut on HBO Max tells you everything <laughs> you need to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they just, I mean, it's like, hey, maybe we need to have a different view on these edits because they're not the way to go. Yeah, whoever's editing is the wrong way. I don't Chief, what have you think? to be the fire every editor. Jesus. Uh, I think there must be one great job where you can suck at it and then blame it on somebody else. Uh, I, I didn't get enough time. It wasn't enough time. They they took the time away from me and didn't allow me to do my editing. I, I just think that uh, every time a movie sucks, it's always somebody didn't allow the person to do their thing. Um, maybe perhaps, you know, 
you did do your thing, and the movie was got rich, and now you, you know, I mean, it's DC. I mean, we're not expecting great things from you anyways, whether you had a great editing uh, or you didn't. It's, you know, we should, DC should change the name to 50-50. Sometimes <laughs> it's a good movie. Sometimes it's not. Connor, what'd you take, man? See, you asked your original question is, do you think they, what's going on with Warner Brothers or what is, what, what are they thinking? I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't think there's logic to it. I'm going to quote another DC movie that was a hell of a lot better than all the ones they've got to put here. Some people just want to watch the world burn, man. I just think somebody's in a room like, how can we make this shit suck? You know what? The belly dancing of hell, belly dancers from hell. Just throwing shit against the wall. Here's a dart. Belly dancers from hell. Got it. And there you go. That's what the end of, super, of, of freaking of, of Suicide Squad was. There you go. Let's have, like, a Birds of Prey movie but not have any real Birds of Prey and just throw Harley Quinn in it so we can give Margot Robbie a job. Keep her contract. <laughs> I, mean, I think she I'm was just the like, one I'm that wanted like, to be Birds of Prey. dumb. Huh? She Thanks. wanted it to be Birds of Prey. Like, it was just going to be a Harley movie. And she was like, no, let's get more heroes in there. Let's get some of these other Gotham women out. But it ended up being a, okay, well, whatever. I just think there's some bad decision-making all around. The editing is definitely part of it. But I'm with Chief. Like, sometimes the creativity sucks. I mean, you remember comic book movies before we got some good comic book movies, DC or Marvel, right? So, I mean, it was Superman, and that was really it, right? So, and maybe Michael Keaton, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, um, Tim Burton's Batman, right? We're not going to talk about the other two. But I was like, I'm like, you know, then we had like a slew of crap comic book movies, and even before that, too. So maybe DC's just trying to be nostalgic, too? I don't know. Like, just making shit movies? Like, hey, let's be nostalgic and make crappy comic book movies. <laughs> Let's not read the source material at all and just throw some heroes in there like they did X-Men. It worked for X-Men, sadly. Mm. Right? And it did work sort of for, yes. I mean, they made money. Some people like that crap, especially the non, you know, non-comic book readers. They're like, it was fine to me. Like, how? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, well, let's go smaller scale with DC now because we got some – Interesting casting announcements for uh, Teen Titans Season 3. Jay Lucurgo has been cast as Tim Drake for Titans. So we've already gone through Dick Grayson. We've seen uh, Jason Todd, and now we're going to have Tim Drake show up. And in a change from the norm, he is going to be played by a biracial uh, black actor. What do you guys think? Because Titans has really tried to be very representative, very representative of different cultures and dynamics. And Tim's a character that does not have to necessarily be white to do all the cool stuff that Tim is in the comics. You guys think this is a good move? Care one way or the other, or what? Yeah, man. This thing's set in the modern days. You got a city riddled with crime and poor people. 
usually the people on the bottom are black people that Bruce Wayne, Jason Todd, you know, Dick Grace, everybody them beat them up. You know what I mean? Instead of using his actual millions to actually do something, you know, more philanthropy anyway. Um, he goes around and beats up more criminals who are most likely minorities. So especially in, as we we age Superman, and, excuse me, we age Batman into this era, he's beating up more minorities, if you've noticed. So why not have one of the Robins be at least biracial? So I'm sure somebody white thought of literally that sentence. Um, so <laughs> you should have, you know, back, I'm pretty sure somebody went back into that just like I did just now. <laughs> James, what do you think? Uh, well, as long as they don't call him Drake, I'll say it's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> right. right um, <laughs> freaking moron. Okay, yeah. I think that sounds cool. I mean, because there's, I mean, I think we've all seen uh, Tim Drake for years. I mean, I mean, he was introduced almost like when we were in high I was in high school. So there's never been like this super family connection of what his parents look like. And it's like, this is a guy who's really smart, figured out who Batman was based on Batman stuff. And his parents have never been in that. It's like, it's an interracial dude. Cool. Like, yeah. like he's a smart tech dude. We're good. <laughs> like, that doesn't have to be a race. We're good. So I, I mean, that's a smart call. Chief, you excited about this? Uh-huh. You know my excitement, man. I, I'm always will see. So, but I will. I will be in attendance. So, okay, that works. That works. I I can work with that. Man. All right. Speaking of being in attendance, Disney Plus is soon going to have so much worlds of Wakanda. We all know what to do with ourselves. Uh, Disney is going to be doing a, a Black Panther spinoff with Ryan Coogler serving in some capacity, executive producer, maybe directing the first couple episodes of the show. What do you guys want to see this Worlds of Wakanda show be? What's the best case scenario for this? Mm, being something super, being something super woke and awesome and cool maybe not so deep and dark as Watchmen, but definitely something cool and be like yo look black people doing things showing how we're expanding the world you know you know showing plights of black folks in general and all that stuff like that should be in disney a little more especially disney i want them to roll over in this grave we know they got the iron heart um disney plus show oh yeah so they're they're working on that. that theme front with uh, black yeah. characters, so this won't be anything different. And War Machine has his own series coming. It definitely seems like they doubled down super hard, at least with their Disney Plus shows, because I think WandaVision and Loki are pretty much the only shows that don't have, um, you know, in terms of their leads, minorities. Seems right. And even then, I think Loki's got a, you know, the time peacock type people. I thought the one of the leads is a black woman there, too. I could be mistaken. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just talking about in, like, like straight up, like, hey, title character. Oh, the, the actual superhero, or the hero, or the yeah. hero anti-hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, my boy. The sidekick, 
supporting characters are fine, but I think it's cool when the leads are the minorities too. James, what do you think? I went wanted to wait until you started drinking. You know, I, you should wait till Gunner says when Gunner says something funny. That's really wait till I start drinking. Um, Whatever. Well, we'll I'm not. Superman ass. Wow, I totally missed you. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So right then. Yeah, that would have worked. I don't, I don't, I mean, isn't World of Wakanda going to be Black Panther too? I mean, I'm, I, I'm not, like, like we said last week, I'm like, I thought of an idea, I mean, for a, you know, a new, not Black Panther, but a Killmonger. And it's like, now we're going to go into what, I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, I know they're saying they're going to interact with the rest of the world more, but I mean, are we going to have to deal with like, it's kind of like, do I want to see superhero stuff? Do I want to see kind of like, I mean, guys like Killmonger kind of like, hey, man, you sure we don't, we can't do more? Like uh, the, uh, the border tribe, where they're like, are you sure we can't do more? Like, even as much as we try and say this was a way, great way to go, it's like we are still seeing these, our folks struggle. And then how do you balance that with the superhero stuff? I, I'm not sure. Ryan Cooper is a great director, so I got faith that he'll put a good product out. Marvel has, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of it is just Marvel has a track record. You're like, yeah, I'll watch because y'all have been good. I mean, DC, you're like, I'll catch you on HBO Max, and now you're a little shaky on that. So I, I'll watch it. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, I'm with you on that a little bit, Jason. It's like, how are they moving the storyline? You know what I mean? The elephant in the room is uh, HU alum Chadwick Bozeman is gone. So it's like, how are they moving the storyline? And I get why they might want to you know, have this show to kind of say, hey, let's highlight the other characters as we, you know, keep going on, you know, as we as we keep the storyline going. It's just, I'm just curious how they're going to do that. And I think maybe a TV show can do that, and then we won't be so, it won't be such a, a shock for those of us that'll watch it. You know what I mean? When Black Panther 2 comes out, and they said they're not recasting, so maybe there's something else going on, right? Like, so we'll figure it out. Like, Curious about the Jabari tribe, like you know what I mean. Curious about all the other, like what else, you know? Okay, they made peace. What's that? What does that look like? But you know what I mean. There might be some inner stuff going on. I'm curious to see what they do, and I'm pretty sure they're going to do it well. Like Jay said, like there's usually they got a good track record. Even their one of their worst shows was really still really good. Um, I'm thinking of Jessica Jones, right? You know what I mean? Or not Jessica Jones? I'm sorry, that was a really good show. The um, Iron Fist season two like that was probably their weakest link but that was probably the best iron fist we saw you know what i mean it still wasn't terrible um left a lot of holes when they canceled it but no one cried when it got canceled either um, so so i mean and they i still think they did a pretty good job in that storyline and changing things up a little bit so um i have i have faith so what right. like Gunner, what would you like to see because i'm trying i'm like what would you like season a two? season long world of Wakanda? Like I said, like, you know, maybe some inner, like, how did the Javari tribe and, and everybody kind of blend in after being gone, you know, being 
you know, literally since the, the beginning of, of the whole thing in the beginning of the episode, they said they walked away and moved to the mountains. And then just now they're back. Like, you know, I'm curious to see what that's going to look like. Was there any kind of infighting? What happened with the blip? You know, who came back in the blip? You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. How does Wanda's, let's hope, hopefully what I'm thinking is the resolution of Wanda's thing. Uh, WandaVision is, you know, how does Wanda stuff and the multiverse stuff um, <clears throat> play in? You know, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of angles they can do with, with Wakanda. Oh, heck, what's up with them earthquakes at the bottom of the ocean? You know, like where are we going to see, you know, certain certain uh, certain uh, Aquaman equivalents? <laughs> Um, you know what's going on? Like what's what's popping for real? Are we gonna see the? Yeah. Are we gonna? Are the, are the cats gonna come back from space? Like, are they gonna go with that storyline from the? You know the Wakandas that went to space and colonized. I forgot what planet that was. I forgot. Sorry, but um, it was so long ago. Um, but are they are they gonna bring those guys back? Like, are guys and gals back? And what does that look like? I remember there was some warring there. Like, you know the inner Wakanda Black Panther book. But how are they? But my question is, and I'm kind of with you on this one. Where are they going to go with Son Chadwick Boseman? I mean, it's going to be a little hard. They said they aren't going to I think you've got a lot of possibilities stuff. for it. They can go, I think with Wakanda, this Wakanda show, they can spend an entire season on Okoye basically running Wakanda. Maybe Angela Bassett right. was still running. I don't know if they showed that she was one of, she got flipped out or not, but maybe Ramona, Ramonda is leading with Okoye. And I think that uh, um, my man is, I'm trying not to say man eight, but that's the name that I know him as. Um, maybe he oh, stayed around yeah. during the blip. Mm-hmm. Mbaku? Right. right, thank you. And so they've got that. But another thing that they could do is, you know, I was thinking they could have Sterling K. Brown narrate every episode. And he's telling young Killmonger about the history of Wakanda. And maybe one of those episodes, yeah, maybe one of those episodes is like a 90s focus or half an arc. It's the 90s Black Panther, T'Chaka, running around, doing missions, like New York Undercover kind of thing. Uh, Because we know that they send agents throughout the world. And he's going around and stopping threats that his agents reveal. Like, yo, in Paris, they're about to do this crazy thing. We need you. And he goes over because, hey, Paris could be a threat to Wakanda. But everything's centered on how it it affects Wakanda. Maybe they go down the road and T'Chaka somehow or T'Challa had a son or they cloned him or something. And his kids or future generations are in that future um, in the space storyline that they just did in the comic books where it's not our T'Challa. Or mm-hmm. we want a vision to bring in a new Black Panther and we follow his exploits while we wait on Black Panther 2. There's so many possibilities for it and of everything they've announced, this one has the least clear direction and details, but I'm probably the most excited about just because Ryan Coogler's going to be involved and it's not Hey, we got all these new writers who I don't know. I know Ryan Cooler, and Ryan Cooler has not right. done a bad thing. So with uh, his guidance yeah. and him, huh? I was saying, uh, agree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's really exciting. Now, some last note here. Jay shared this information. CW is always likes to get a super jump ahead of everyone else with their show renewals because they don't have any shows. Basically, they don't cancel anything unless it's terrible. 
I mean, like you gotta you gotta work really hard to suck at being a TV show to get canceled by the CW in your first season. So they've already announced today they've renewed Flash for season eight, Riverdale gets season six, Legends tomorrow season seven, All American Charm, Legacies in the Dark, Roswell, New Mexico, all back for seasons four, Dynasty's coming back for season five, and yes, Nancy Drew and that woman will be back for seasons three. Now, I am not on episode three of that woman yet. I just finished episode two. I'm very surprised it's gotten a renewal because they can't get past Ruby Rose's Kate Kane character whatsoever on the show. Have you fellas been watching that woman yet? I'm going to go Did you try so hard? I did kind of try. I was just like, all right, cool. It's an it was like... song. Sorry. You said what? It's an Akon song I was referencing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so you tried. What happened? You just realized I don't know, it's not man. a good show? It's a, it's a slow build. I didn't like it. It's almost too linear. Um, <laughs> like the opposite of WandaVision. <laughs> like, I'm just like, it's almost too linear. Like, just get to the point. I need some layers. Who are we fighting? <laughs> Wait, we're fighting your sister? Like, what, what the hell is this? I don't care about any of this. So I stopped caring. But I wanted to see more. Um, more. Uh, I want to see more. Um, but, you know, I was like, I'll just binge it because I'm going to need to binge it because this is going too slow. Um, so I never got back to it. And then... Binging huh? Batwoman is not... It doesn't make it better. Okay. There are some well, shows then. where it's like, okay, cool. I can watch it on my pace and no commercials. But I, I think if you watch Batwoman week to week, month to month or whatever, it would be the same as binging. It's just like, this is the show. Okay. Got it. And was it me, yeah. or did they take more breaks than the other one, than the other shows? Like, there was some, like, it just felt broken. Like, there was something off about it. Yeah, it was really, like, really Oh, exactly. well, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, so it's coming back. We'll see if the writing improves. Uh, we got a Javicia Leslie, and so far she's better than Ruby Rose, but I prefer her to be on her own and not stuck in Kate's life. As they keep trying to do. But we'll see. Uh-oh. All right, fellas. What's that my time of the week? Do you have any nominees for Dummies of the Week? Jace, you're always our leadoff, man. Like, like, uh, Inspecto Deck. What you got? Oh, okay. So, my Dummy of the Week, he, he was the former Dummy of the Week last year in August, I mean, uh, October, uh, for. Getting kicked off, you know, his big break, you know. I'm sorry, let, let me, as I always do this. My dummy of the week is Mr. Morgan Whalen. Wallen, whatever you want to call it. However you say it, it's too So, last you, time. Are you I said, last time he, he was our dummy of the week for his missing his breakout performance on uh, Saturday Night Live because he didn't want to follow COVID protocols, you know, because that was just so fun. So then, so now he's the dummy of the week because basically, uh, I don't know if he heard too many rap songs and got a little careless on uh, what words you're allowed to say, but he got caught on video uh, saying the words you're just not allowed to say um, about black folks. Uh, and he was promptly, after that video surfaced, basically every country music station just literally put a pause on 
Mr. Morgan and said his songs will not be played indefinitely. Sirius and like all of those just basically said, yeah, he's on hiatus. Uh, Apple made it so you can't even search. I mean, he doesn't show up in the top 20. You have to literally search for yeah. the guy's song. So they basically like, you're done. It's like you, you had two chance, you had one chance and you, you you were dumb. This one's stupid. We don't have to. We we are not working with you, and uh, you're over. So for losing, just being way too careless and not understanding what you are not supposed to say in 2021, Mr. Morgan Wallen is my dummy. Gunny, you got one. I mean, uh, me for not knowing who the hell that is. I guess he's, I mean, whatever. He's irrelevant right. even more now, according to Jason. No, um, Dummy of the Week is uh, 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 the rapper with the name that sounds like a disease, Little Uzi Vert. Like, it sounds like a symptom of, of, of taking, like, like medicine. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it sounds like a symptom that they say. You know, will cause whatever on those on those on those pharmaceutical commercials. It's like they cause whatever. Consult your doctor. I'm like, what the hell is that name, Lou? That's why you're freaking Lou. No one knows who you are. Um, except for these other dumbass millennials. Um, so anyway, so he, he apparently he put some diamond in his head or something, trying to look like twenty four million. Like I don't even understand why you would do something so stupid like that. Like that is the most. You know what word I'm thinking of. So I'm like, nah, this is the worst thing you can. I mean, that's just. Ugh. And then it, you know, I'm like, it's not making you more attractive. Like you look like a damn gerbil. You look like Little Wayne. Something wrong with you. So I don't know. All I know is this dude. Try. You must have looked at like Avengers High. And was like, yo, that's a good idea, dog. I'm gonna put this jewel up in here. I'm like, I don't know if he's trying to be Raven. I don't know if he's trying to be Raven or just like bring Thanos. But <laughs> like. I don't think anybody's gonna make up a world if somebody snaps that off his head. Yeah, um, that would be so, so cool. Like, yep, no one will miss that guy. Like, nah, we good. <laughs> so that's my dummy of the week. Is why, like, literally why? That's an outstanding choice, Chief. Do you have a nominee? No, I don't have anyone this week. All right, my nominee are whoever drunkenly put together these Golden Globe nominations and. <laughs> Did not put Journey Smollett for Best Actress for her work in Lovecraft Country because yeah, did y'all not see it? Because tell her crazy to not nominate her, and yeah, it's just nominated for again, nominated for Best Drama. So why would you nominate right her yeah. for Best it, Drama it, Actress? Like that doesn't make sense to me either. Yeah, it's like typically they throw in people in everything. And I go, no, no, let's just go here. And I feel like this is, and I'm saying this on the eve of putting together my nominations for the Washington Area Film Critics Association. This is going to be the weirdest year for film awards probably in history because there have been so few films that have come. And it seems like stuff that came out earlier in the nomination period is getting overlooked for something that came out last week or still to come out because people have ridiculously short memories and yeah I, I just think these are going to be some trash nominations across the board and I'm probably going to do what I did that I'm doing with the Super Bowl and watch something else outside of the Oscars because yeah don't oh, God, yeah. can you imagine All right, but here's the thing hey shout out to streaming by the way which you know everybody you know those award ceremony people are always against and all that stuff yeah 
look at you now. After, during COVID, what were you doing? You didn't care what platform it was on, did you? Uh-huh. I just wanted that tidbit out there because you know how everybody hating on streaming services. Oh, they not that's not art. Oh, fuck out of here. <laughs> a bunch of haters. All right, fellas. Well, that's it. I'm gonna wrap this bad boy up. And uh, thank you as always for rolling with me. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Lives Movie Files has been filed.